Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 53, and I got to tell you, oh my gosh, I cannot remember the last episode <laughs> that I was this excited about. You're going to see why here in just a minute, um, but first I want to tell you about a problem because, my friends, we have a massive, massive problem. I would argue it's one of the biggest issues our society faces, especially here in the United States, but probably all over the world. I'm sure most of you think I'm about to say obesity, right? I mean, I'm the fitness nutrition guy, and I'm all about weight loss and helping people lose weight and improve their health, right? Like, that's who I am. And roughly, right now, according to statistics, about 70% of Americans are overweight. So, of course, the massive problem is obesity and health issues, isn't it? Well, not necessarily. I'm going to share a little secret with you today. See, most people think my whole purpose and passion is teaching people to lose weight. And I do love doing that. I really do. But honestly, that's not my biggest goal. So my secret, my true passion, my mission is something totally different than weight loss. And something much more important, much, much more important. It's self-love. If there's one thing I've learned after 20 years of coaching and getting to know people and having heartfelt conversations with everyone from a 400-plus pound father of three who constantly feels like people stare at him and he's scared he won't live long enough to walk his daughter down the aisle, to a lady who disgustingly grabs some fat on her thigh and says how she has to lose that last 10 pounds so that she can get rid of that, to competitive runners who simultaneously hate the very thing they're supposed to love and take enjoyment from it, it's, it's like they've become prisoner to what was once so much fun for them, to fitness competitors and bodybuilders who look like a perfectly sculpted human being who could be on the front of a magazine, yet they are completely and totally unhappy with their body because it's still not where they want it to be, or they only got third place and the judges said they need better arm definition. If I've learned anything from talking with, counseling, and coaching all of those types of people, it's this. The biggest issue we face is not obesity. It's a tremendous lack of self-love, self-acceptance, and self-confidence. It's a body image problem, but I feel it goes far beyond that. We don't extend ourselves any grace or compassion or love. And before we know it, regardless of how we look or how overweight we are or how skinny we are, we hate our bodies. And then here's the worst part. When someone doesn't love their body, they don't love themselves, and they don't accept themselves, and they have no compassion or grace or love for themselves. And all of this spills over and tremendously impacts those around us. Before we know, and there is a good chance we don't even realize it, we get judgmental of others, and we have less compassion and grace for other people, and we're less willing to let people into our world. We're closed off and can't really figure out why, and ultimately we have a hard time expressing love to or receiving love from other people. Before we know it, we're in this toxic mess where we're chasing something, weight loss or a certain appearance, because we believe it will fix our problems, when in reality, 
Our problem has nothing to do with losing weight. Our problem has everything to do with loving ourselves. Because, as I always like to tell my clients, if you don't love yourself now, you won't love yourself then. Whatever then represents, a certain number on the scale, a certain size of clothes, a certain leaner appearance, a certain time on your next 5K run, whatever. So today, we're going to take those issues head on (laughs) in a really cool and really powerful way. See, a few months ago, my wife and I were having dinner. And we were talking, and we talk a lot, guys. Like, we love to talk. Our, our love language is quality time. So we were talking about her story and her journey with her body and body image and self-acceptance and her mental emotional health. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I literally said, I was like, now that would be an amazing podcast episode. Would you ever want to share your story on the podcast? And she was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for that. That sounds, honestly, it sounds really vulnerable and kind of intimidating. But then, a little later that night, she came to me and she said, you know, Corey, if you think it would help people, then yeah, I'll share my story on the podcast. So, (laughs) you, my friends, are in for a massive treat because my amazing wife, Allie, is going to share her story The personal growth and transformation that she has experienced is nothing short of incredible. I love to brag on her. I'm sorry. So I hope you'll carve out about 20 minutes and truly listen because I promise you her story and honesty and authenticity and courage and vulnerability, it could truly change your life. Are you ready? Here we go. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Allie. Hey, I'm Allie. (laughs) And I'm going to cut her back off. So uh, (laughs) that's it, guys. That was her story. No. So today, we're going to start by letting you get to know her and what I like to call her before, like where she was in life, in her head, and in her body for so long. So, Allie, I'm handing it over to you. Here she is. Hey there. So um, like I said, I'm Allie. And uh, thinking through doing this podcast, um, a quote, one of my favorite quotes is from Brene Brown um, from the book. Uh, the Gifts of Imperfection. That's one of my favorite books, and I don't read a lot, so but I would highly recommend it. She says, owning our story and loving ourselves through that process is the bravest thing that we will ever do. And I just thought, you know, why not own my story and why not share it because it might help somebody else. So here it goes. First of all, honestly, I'm really thankful to get to share my story with you. Because it means I have a story, and it's flawed, and it's not perfect, but it's my story, and maybe it will help be helpful for some of you. I'm 37, and I grew up in an amazing, loving family. I've been active my whole life, and I grew up playing softball and was a cheerleader in high school. I come from a long line of teachers. My grandma was a teacher. My mom's a retired health and PE teacher, and my sister and brother-in-law are health and PE teachers. So my passion for fitness and Working with kids led me to my dream job, which is teaching elementary PE, and I love it. It's amazing. But I, like so many of you, have had struggles in life. My biggest struggles have been low self-confidence and body image issues, being hard on myself, and just overall unacceptance. A few other things of note you probably need to know about myself are I'm a perfectionist, and I have a type A personality, and I see things in black and white. I tend to think all or nothing, 
And like Corey describes the two personality types in his Live Life Lose Fat program, I'm a punisher through and through. I feel like body comparison and body image issues started to creep in during middle school. And I remember standing side by side with my best friends and comparing the size of our thighs, talking about which of us was the skinniest, and we all thought our thighs were fat. It seemed innocent enough, and there was kind of a joking tone, but looking back, it was definitely creeping into my subconscious, the fear of being fat and wanting to be skinny. And those kinds of conversations with girlfriends continued all throughout high school, and especially when we were wearing bathing suits on spring break or during summer. And one statement even from a guy friend in high school has hung with me for years, even decades, and I still remember it to this day. He said something like, girls have that, you know, cottage cheese or cellulite on their thighs, but you don't. And that which further ingrained in my brain, like, don't get fat or don't have cellulite on your thighs and stay skinny. I didn't know back then, like, what that fear was getting fat even meant. But ultimately, like, the message my brain was telling me was, don't get fat, stay skinny, because skinny is beautiful and makes me lovable. And if I get fat, then that means I'm ugly and unlovable. I heard a message at church years ago define what women and men are ultimately looking for in life, and it's so true in every situation. You know, it comes down to one question for women and one question for men. Like, these questions aren't even like conscious thoughts, but most men and women aren't even aware of them at all. And women are asking themselves, am I beautiful enough? And men are asking, do I have what it takes? And if you really step back and think about it, everything we do in life comes back to these two questions. For women, am I skinny enough, fit enough, strong enough? creative enough, sexy enough, kind enough? Am I desired and wanted? Because if I am these things, then that makes me feel beautiful. And for men, do they have what it takes in their jobs, in their sports or hobbies, in their finances, in their status, in the bedroom? Because if they have a great job and feel successful in it and make the right amount of money, dominate in their golf game and are wanted in the bedroom, then they feel that they have what it takes. Don't get me wrong. I mean, none of these things are bad at all. It's just the way we are wired as women and men. So getting back to my story, going fast forward to college, where I was scared to gain the freshman 15, which means like gaining 15 pounds when you go off to college. And um, I had been active in sports my whole life, and I now was headed to college. So since I wouldn't be playing sports, and I certainly didn't want to gain the 15 pounds, I started working out in the weight room. My dad was a big weightlifter back in the day, and between him and a friend, I learned a good bit about lifting weights, and I enjoyed it. However, my second year of college was really tough. I transferred to the University of Georgia, and that was a rough transition. It included a recent breakup with a long-term boyfriend. I had really close friends, but they, there was just issues there, and my grandmother had passed away. I felt like my life was like spinning out of control. So I grabbed onto what I could control, which was my diet and working out. And I found out what a calorie was, and it was all downhill from there. I developed an eating disorder for about a year. I was just thinking this whole time if I could be skinny enough, and I was sickly skinny, then I would be happy. 
but it was actually the most miserable time of my life. It was a very dark time mentally and emotionally. However, I'm beyond grateful for my strong, courageous mom who practiced true love and tough love and made me face the uncomfortable truth. She told me, like, I had an eating eating disorder, and she said I was going to get help. And I did get help, and I did gain weight, and I did recover from the eating disorder. Well, mostly. Although I refused to go back to my eating disorder habits, the underlying problems of lacking self-confidence and body image issues were still there. For as long as I can remember, I had a hard time taking compliments from people. I would always put myself down in pictures. I would be disgusted and pick apart my body. Even though I didn't have a quote-unquote eating disorder, I became obsessed with wanting to weigh a certain number, thinking that when I hit that number, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be skinny enough and love my body. I also constantly compared myself to others, and I always thought if I could look a certain way, my arms would look a certain way or my shoulders, then I'd be happy and love my body. It was always an if-then thought process. If I look this way, if I'm skinny enough, if I hit that number on the scale, then I'll be happy and feel beautiful. These thoughts and like belief patterns were so deeply ingrained in my brain that my body image and confidence issues crept into my workouts again, but manifested in a different way. I had anxiety now about how my body was functioning and feeling during my workouts. And if my body didn't feel right, then I might get injured, which meant I couldn't work out, which meant I would get fat, which meant I would be ugly and unlovable. Now, this thought process like might seem irrational, which it totally is, but do it for yourself. What scares you the most about your fitness, weight, or body? Why does it scare you? Where is that fear coming from? Follow that fearful thought process into the black hole and see where it leads you. It will most likely lead you to a revelation about yourself and your deepest insecurities. It is uncomfortable, sure. But it's worth it, definitely, because in order to change and conquer that fear, we need to be able to name what it is and bring it to light. Don't want to keep that stuff in the darkness. So after years and years of struggling with my workouts and it becoming a total prison where I didn't even enjoy working out anymore and I finally hit rock bottom, I had tried everything. I was beyond frustrated, constantly fatigued, and at a total loss of what to do with fixing my physical body, how it felt, and how it looked. My anxiety had left me paralyzed and miserable. I was totally unhappy with my body and didn't know where to go or what to do. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I told you guys, pretty amazing stuff, right? But see, here's the thing. You're only, you've only heard half the story at this point. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of my wife. It's incredible. Like, so you've only heard half of Allie's story. See, like at this point, basically, I mean, and Allie can correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like since the time she was around 15 years old, really until her mid thirties, until like 35, um, that was her experience. Like what she just described was her life experience and the lens she saw her life through and the lens she saw her body through. 
But then, here's the thing, guys, that's not the end of the story. Over the past few years, she's had a pretty (laughs) incredible, pretty amazing transformation. I know because I've had a front seat to it. So I'm going to hand it back over to Allie. Allie, I want you to tell us, like, what is life like for you now? Wow, I just got to say, like, when you think about it and say 20 years of my life that I was going through this struggle, I mean, that's a long time, like, dang. But yeah, looking back or thinking now, my life and mental state is in like such a different place. I have so much more freedom in my mind and body. And I see myself differently, love myself, am kinder to myself and have gained confidence that I thought truly was never possible. I no longer put myself down or pick my body apart. I'm at a place where when I see myself in pictures or in the mirror, I actually like what I see. I've grown to love my body and physical appearance. I'm sorry, like I got I, I got to cut back in right here, Allie. So it's it's funny, guys, to like when it, to hear her say this because for so long, if I was ever going to post a picture on social media that a, a picture of like she and I, I knew I had to be really really careful, and I had to like always make sure I got her stamp of approval because there were so many pictures that I thought were great, but she didn't like, and she would say, "No, please pick a different one. Don't pick that one." And then now, <laughs> now like if we're thinking of this as a before and after, like the after alley, I've noticed it's totally different. Like I can post almost any picture on social media and I still ask just, you know, I'd still want to get her, you know, make sure it's okay with her, but she'll be like, Oh yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, that's fine. And it's just such an incredible difference. So I can vouch for that. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, Allie. And also just to kind of recap where I am now, like I don't feel like I have to work out. Like I just want to work out. I enjoy my workout so much more than I ever did. And I have more freedom when it comes to food and what I eat and how I feel about what I eat. And don't get me wrong, like things aren't perfect now. I'm not saying I never have a negative thought or I don't have a challenging day here or there where the bully in my brain wants to pull me back into the black hole. But overall, yeah, I'm in an amazing place in life that I truly once thought was never possible for me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, my friend, I'm telling you, if you haven't already, you need to subscribe to this podcast because you do not want to miss the next episode because that's where Allie's going to explain what she did to achieve this amazing transformation and freedom and confidence that she has now. And you know, all of you guys know, if you've been listening any amount of time, I cannot and will not wrap up an episode without reminding you that you are beautiful and amazing and you have what it takes regardless of what the scales say because there's more to you than what you weigh. Believe it, it's the truth. And losing weight is really about gaining life, just like Allie described. And hey, guess what? You don't even have to lose weight in order to gain life and enjoy life more than ever. That's part of what Allie's going to share in the next episode. So a huge, huge, super sincere thank you to my incredible, beautiful wife for being so courageous and vulnerable and sharing her story. And much love to all of you. We cannot wait to see you in the next episode. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>